0: We are back and FPL is back. Game Week 13 starts on Saturday and we are into the Christmas run of fixtures. FPL Harry here and today we are going to be taking you through my top transfer targets. There have been a reasonable, well, a lot of international break injuries that look like they're a little bit more serious than we first thought, looking at the likes of Matoma and Jared Bowen as well. So today I'm going to be taking you through those top players you need to be buying into your FPL team this week. So having a look at some of those top transfer targets, if you enjoy these videos, please make sure to like the video. 1,000 likes is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. The only two real players, I normally have a section at the start which is highly owned players that I think you should still consider or still definitely be buying into your team if you can. And last week we had six and this week we only have two. I've taken quite a few of them off the list. I've taken Ollie Watkins off the list just because they're fixtures going forward are a little bit more difficult, which makes him not as essential as he has been in previous weeks. I've taken Kieran Trippier off the list because of the injuries that Newcastle have and the form that they've shown. I've taken Bukari Saka off the list as well, just because the online data for Arsenal is not as good as it has been in previous seasons. So this leaves just two, the two big names in FPL, the two big players who returned 16 points each in game week 12 a long time ago, before the international break in Erling Haaland at 14 million, and Mo Salah in at 13 million as well. I think fitting both of these into your team is worth it. The squads you can still build around them with some of the cheap enablers that we're gonna talk about in this video is definitely worth it. So if you are looking for a forward and you don't own Haaland, you are looking for a midfielder and you don't own Salah, for me these are still the best options in that position. Now, a few highly transferred in players that I actually think you should be avoiding of going and buying into your team this week. The first up, they're actually all defenders. Now, there aren't masses of defenders I do think you should be buying this week. But three of the most transferred in options are, first up is Jamal LaSalle of Newcastle. We have heard that Sven Bottman might be nearing a return sooner than we expected. He has been training out on the grass over the international break and it looks unlikely that he's going to require surgery, which means he should be back sooner. If he's back sooner, then that puts Jamal LaSalle's place in very big jeopardy about how long he's likely to keep his place in that Newcastle team for. You may get one week, you may get two, three, four weeks, but if Botman is not going to require surgery, he's likely to return to play in early December. Next up is Simicast. Now, Simakas has been a big talking point he's great if you still own him keep him but I don't think I'll be buying him back into your team or be buying him as a defender this week Manchester City away this week to start with you're not going to be buying him this week because you're not going to want to play him in that fixture then after that they play Fulham, Sheffield United and Crystal Palace two of those are away plus the Manchester City game are away so that's three of the next four being away from home and we know Liverpool are not as strong there Gomez may well play some of these games. And what's really important now is game weeks 14, 15, 16 take place in a week. Game week 15 is a midweek deadline in between game week 14 and 16. So there's not a nice week turnaround for Simakas to have a nice break before he plays all of those. So for me, the chances of him playing all of the next four are quite slim. One of them is Manchester City. I think if you've sold him or you don't own him... I just let it be, and this is a similar situation for all the Crystal Palace defenders, right? So, if you have Gahey, Mitchell, Anderson in there, they are good holds for you. However, if you have not bought them into your team now, I don't think now is the time to go and do it, despite them being joint top for clean sheets so far this season. Luton away, West Ham away, and Bournemouth at home in the next three from game week 16 onwards, the fixes are pretty awful for them. So, you are basically buying them for short term over the next three, two of which are away from home now. Luton, although they're down at the bottom of the table, have been putting up a fight against some top teams, as we saw against Liverpool a couple of weeks ago. Going away to West Ham in game week 14 is never a fixture that I expect a clean sheet for, and Bournemouth have just put two past Newcastle. So, they might keep one clean sheet in their next three, I feel like is a maximum. So, given the fixtures from game week 16 onwards, I don't think it's time to buy them. So, Looking at some of those players that I do think you should be buying, starting in defense, so I really like a differential punt on Ryan Aknori of Wolves. Wolves look really good. They've been very unfortunate not to get more points than they have. Ryan Aitnori only has 12 points, that's 1.25 points per 90. However, the online data, 0.2 XGI, expected goal involvement per 90 minutes he's on the pitch, is really good. The fixtures fall really nicely for them as well. The difficult weeks we have for defences are game week 13, game week 16 and game week 18 as well, where there is the blank game week. Fulham away, Forest at home and Chelsea at home are some of the best fixtures you can get across those three game weeks. They also have Burnley at home in that run as well he's playing left wing back left midfield at times for Wolves I think his positioning is really good he's missed a couple of big chances the attacking returns are definitely there Wolves' defensive numbers I do think will improve given some of the fixtures they have coming up staying in defense it is still it is the big man it is Saliba he has risen in price again after scoring in game week 12 he's up to over 25% owned but for me He is still the number one defender I'd want in my team. I have Gabriel, and I do not like the rotation that I potentially see with him going forward. Saliba, it's normally that Gabriel is more goal threat, but Saliba has been scoring goals. If you are looking for a defender this week, it is Saliba. He is a long-term hold. Arsenal have the best defensive numbers in the entire league with an expected goal conceded every 127 minutes. That's less than one a game so far this season. And given that they play, Brentford, wolves luton in the next three i definitely think he could be on for more returns moving up the pitch now we have Kudus of west ham To talk about him before we go and talk about him let's talk about Jared Bowen. So we've heard updates that don't look great for Jared Bowen being available for game week 13 and maybe even game weeks 14 and onwards. Apparently he has fluid in his knee which might require a little bit of treatment. He is going to see a specialist today of recording so on Wednesday and hopefully we had an update on Friday. If you own Jared Bowen do not sell him before the West Ham press conference on Friday. If we get an update that it's only a short term and he might miss game week 13 he is worth keeping for game weeks 14, 15, 16. However, if the diagnosis is bad and he's gonna miss at least game weeks 14, 15 and 15, because worth remembering that game weeks 14, 15, 16 take place in a week. So if you're a doubt for the first one, you're a doubt for all three of them, that is when you're gonna sell him. Even with him being a doubt, I have spoken about Kudus being a decent enough option and even a good competitor to Bowen, despite maybe not having as many returns over the past couple of weeks. He is now 1.2 million cheaper than Jared Bowen. The amount of things you could do with Kudus in your team versus Bowen, I think it's worth taking the gamble on him. Going with Kudus, with the fixtures they've got coming up, is definitely worth it. The only red fixture over the next five or six is Spurs away, but with the injuries they have, plus the amount of goals that we normally see in West Ham. Spurs matches think he could do really well. It's a pretty close run thing between him and Brian and Bueymo. Of course, Brian and Bueymo has better fixtures from game weeks 14 to game weeks 18, but blanks in game week 18, whereas Kudus does have a fixture. And then later, of course, we have to deal with the issue that will be the African Cup of Nations later down the line and the Asia Cup for the likes of Son Hyun Min as well. So, it's pretty close between them. I have my eye on Brian and Waymo but given the blank fixture, given the fixture this week as well, when waymo has Arsenal, whereas we have Burnley away for kudos, I think he could be a really shrewd buy this week. Next up, the cheap midfielder that is taking FPL by storm. It is Cole Palmer. For me, he is worth buying now, despite Newcastle, Brighton, United in the next three. Just go and buy him. If you are looking for a midfielder under the price of 6.5 million, so... If you can't afford Kudus or Mbwemo, just go and buy Cole Palmer. There is no one at this price that you should be considering outside of Cole Palmer. Now, he has scored four penalties. I get it. People are going to say he's a penalty merchant. If you watch Chelsea... Their returns are going to be there despite it being penalties or not. I expect with Nkunku coming back, he will keep penalties given how well he's converted them, even under pressure against Manchester City as well. He is £5.2 From game week 16 onwards, the fixtures look like a sea of green. He is so involved in what Chelsea are doing it's just for me it's not one to overthink don't look at other options in and around that price if you've got gordon fine if you've got Yi chan fine if you're buying in new at that price Cole Palmer is the best midfield under 6.5 million no one else should be considered for me and finally the forward in this list is dominic Solanke. this might look a little bit recency biased, going off these two goals he scored in game week 12. however i do have to say i did recommend buying him about three or four weeks ago now maybe i would have advised selling him before that newcastle game but That's neither here nor there. The fixtures coming up between now and Christmas are really nice. They do go on a really nice run. He does have Sheffield United away. And even last year when I owned him and this year, he has a very good record of scoring goals in the Premier League. His underlying data of over 0.5 expected goal involvements per 90 minutes he's on the pitch is really good. He's on the pitch a lot and that is really key going into Christmas. When there are so many fixtures, when there is going to be rotation for a lot of the key players, picking players who are 90-minute men that are going to play every week is really key. And Dominic Slanke at 6.4 million is the main man for his team and he'll be on the pitch every single week if he can be. And finally, we finish off with three differentials, one in defence, one in midfield, and one up front. To those of you who are looking for something a little bit different to maybe the obvious more template picks that we talk about in some of these videos. So the first up is Alanga of Nottingham Forest, 5 million. A little bit of a competitor to Cole Palmer. I would buy Cole Palmer over him. But if you don't love Cole Palmer, Alanga could be a differential given the fixtures they do have over the next four. Really, really strong. 5 million. He has got good return so far coming into that Nottingham Forest team. He looks like he's settled in well. Like him a lot as a differential. Going up front, Edouard of Crystal Palace. He was in last week for me. Still one of the best sub 6 million options in the game at the moment. Luton, Bournemouth. Although I don't necessarily back Crystal Palace defensively over this run, I do think they'll score goals. And with Eze coming back, who is also a great option, could mean, well, it will mean that I think Edward is an even better option than we've seen in previous weeks. And finally, it is Reese James of Chelsea 5.3. When I put this together, I never thought I'd be putting Reese James in another video, but here we are. He's coming back. Chelsea seems to be managing his minutes a little bit better. Now, the reason he's a differential and not in the core five players to buy is just because of the risk factor you take when you buy Reese James. The fixtures over the next few are not amazing, but from game week 16 onwards, again, they are it is a nice run. Chelsea naturally obviously look a better team when Reese James is starting. But he is a slight minutes risk with him coming back from injury. And he is an injury risk with his injury record. It's a punt. It's a risk. But if he explodes, we know he can. He could do really, really well. So those are my three differentials. We've had obvious players to buy. We've had obvious players that actually I think you should be avoiding my top five players to buy, and three differentials as well. We are back. My team selection will be out on Friday. So make sure you're subscribed. Turn on notifications so you get a reminder with that so I can tell you what I'm doing with my team, what I'm going to do with Jared Byrne, what I'm going to do with Matoma, Son, Salah. What am I going to do with them all? Like the video before you go. 1,000 likes is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here. And I'll be back again very soon.